Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, you are probably aware of regression therapy where people visit events in their past. But what Anne Jersh offers is the opposite. Future life progression is where you can meet yourself in 10, 20 or perhaps even a thousand years time. Anne, good afternoon to you. Hello, so good to be here. Uh, so could you give us some idea of how this works? Yeah, it's about, you basically summed it up. It's the flip side of regression where we take people into a relaxed state and take them back to childhood or a past life. We just flip it the other way and we travel in, mind travel into the future, five, ten years, as, as you said, and get a sense of what, what you're doing, where you are, who's in your life. Helps you make better decisions right now. Right. Okay. But but yeah, people listening might go, well, you know, I, I can go through regression therapy because I remember what happened to me. This is the future where people, you know, don't remember what happened to them or what will happen to them. Yeah, it's, 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 we're not brought up. We're, we're not brought up to understand how we can glimpse the future. But there's loads of evidence of people seeing things before they've happened. Um what we when we take people into the future, what this isn't a fantasy or what they want. What we see happens. I mean, three times I've moved into properties that I'd seen at the time. I had no idea where they were. In fact, one of them didn't even exist. It was a uh, something quite new and unusual, and it didn't even exist. But I clearly saw it. I saw the whole house. I mean, now I saw it. Um, before before I, I was even thinking of moving, and I saw this house. And when I came to decide to move the first house I looked at I went ah that's the place so what we see what we see does happen but it takes a bit um some people get it some people kind of understand that concept they they kind of go yeah I want to see my future I know I can do this some people won't but some people will be thinking yeah that's not possible and I, I understand why they would think that okay so explain how it's possible then well, we just take people... You imagine time. All the greatest living minds believe that time uh, doesn't exist the way we think it does. We think yesterday was behind us, tomorrow is in front of us. It's very hard for our brain to understand time being any different. Now, if you go back, I don't know if you know about remote viewers, but the American government put a fortune into studying remote viewers. And remote mm. viewers send their mind into other places. This is a whole different show. I'll have to come on and tell you about this. But most viewers could send their they can send their minds and say, see where prisoners are held. It's used a lot with military where 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 arms are dumped. So they can send their minds elsewhere. And they've said it's just as easy to see the past and the future as it is to see a present time. So your mind can travel. Your mind can travel into the future. Your mind can travel into the past. It can travel other places on the planet and actually see what's happening there. And when you notice how many people have premonitions, it, it's far more than we actually realise. Uh, you think of a big disaster like uh, 9-11, a lot of people had dreams or had visions of it, inclu- including myself and the people I work with, have very clear visions. So when it happened, you just say, ah, oh, that's what we saw. Oh, but you didn't tell anyone in advance. Well, what we did, it, this we didn't. This is when we first started working with future life aggression. We were, I was working with some military guys, and we were trying to see things in the past. Um, 
we were trying to find out something that had happened in the past. They, they came to me and we, I got somebody else to take us back and all three of us jumped forward and saw the attack on the Twin Towers. We didn't understand what it was at the time. Uh, we right. Had, we just thought we'd had a bad session. We actually just went up to the pub and gave up because we thought we'd made a mess of it. We didn't see what we were trying to see in the past. Of course, three weeks later, when the attack happened, it dawned on us. Um, that's what we'd seen very clearly. So we started to experiment and we started to predict world events. And uh, a couple of uh, big shots, big shot authors, I won't name them, but a couple of big shot authors, I'd bump into them now and again and tell them about my work. And one of them said, you should write this down and document it. So we started to write down what we saw and date it. And what I would do, I'd send them over to the big shot writer. and And he said to me, you have to do more with this. You have to do more with it because you're, you're consistently accurate. This isn't the odd fluke. I mean, we predicted um, the Iraq war. We saw, we saw the invasion of Iraq. I mean, it just, you know, uh, a black president followed by a blonde president. We just kept coming up with world events. Um, so we did start to put it out there and tell people. I mean, um, my, my second book that was in 2008, I put a lot of predictions in there about how I see the future. Right. Now, in, in, in your sessions with people, do you, do you hypnotise them? Is that how they, they manage to make this journey? Yeah, it's, it's kind of on the lines of hypnosis. I, I, it's a nice relaxation and a guided imagery. And, you know, it, you, you know, people want to know things like career. Career, you have to be one step ahead these days. You, you haven't got, years ago, you'd have a job for life. You just showed up every day, took the money at the end of the week. That don't work like that anymore. You have to keep focusing forward, anticipating change, being ahead of the game. So it's particularly good with career. But we've used it for property, uh, love life. It's, it's really wonderful for us to take somebody forward and they see their future love and then go on to meet them. That That is really wonderful. Mm. Now, the, now, if if... But as I understand, there isn't a limit. You can't kind of travel. I say, I want to go 25 years in the future. And you say, sorry, you're dead. Uh, um, you can go as far further uh, forward as you like. Is that the case? Yeah, you can. I mean, if you weren't going to be around, you wouldn't really be drawn to going to that time frame. Mm. But I tend to take people five years. I think five years is a really good time frame. A lot of people tend to want less rather than more. They'll still see where I'm in three months' time. But honestly, most people's lives don't change that much in three, six months. So I like five years because usually a few things have developed and happened by then. And you can always look back down the timeline and have a look and say, right, when did that happen? Oh, that was two years from my present time. You can work it out that way. Five years is a good enough time. I mean, somebody in 90, I'm not going to take them 10 years into the future, am I? Yeah. Okay. But but in the, the the but I did read an article where somebody went to you and they travelled a thousand years into the future. How, how does that work? Well, that's an. I take people into the next lifetime. I mean, people understand ah. the concept of past lives. Suppose in your next lifetime, who are you? What are you? What what are you doing? What have you evolved into? And it was a good few years before I started taking people further. And I did it because I, I teach people this method. So some of my my people, my practitioners, took a group of them a thousand years. And it was astonishing how what they saw matched up. But 
the, the main reason to go that far into the future is the wisdom, the mm. wisdom of our future selves. We, we're going to evolve really wonderfully. And who's going to look after you more? People talk about spirit guides, but would anybody look after you more than your future self? Right. And are people, are people able to return with specific information as to what things might be like in a thousand years? Yeah. Yeah. With a thousand years, I don't think we are as we are now. I think we're quite, quite different. And, you know, when I first started working with this and I said, you know, we would have, we would be, well, we'd have microchips and various other things. People said that had never happened, but it is starting to happen. Things I saw in the past are starting to happen. So I think I think we're quite different. I don't think in a thousand years we'll be eating meat. Uh, I don't think that will happen. I think we're work less. We're more light in ourselves. We more have a gentle purpose. We seem quite quite different. I think you imagine um, you a thousand years ago as a caveman looking at you now. You seem so evolved. Well, imagine you in another thousand years how evolved you will be. Mm-hmm. And so what will we look like? Will we look the same? No, we're actually going to be lighter. We're going to uh, be uh, lighter in ourselves. It's almost as if we're more energy than in solid form. We seem more more an energy being. Right. Okay, so we want to actually have bodies in the traditional sense. It looked as if we could go in and out of form, as if we could be partly in form, partly energy. The, the weird thing for me with this is I have done this in groups all over the world and they all see pretty much the same thing. They all describe themselves in the same way. Right. We go that far in the future. And that that's pretty much blown me away. Uh, that, you know, anywhere from Japan to South Africa, parts of Europe, you know, Middle East, they all describe themselves as being kind of energy, but going in and out of form. Right. Okay. But it, but there is a form, though. Is there something you know yeah. that looks like them, but then it can transform into sort of something yeah. kind of astrally? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. when it's in a form, does it look like a human being? You know, have we grown yeah. any extra arms or anything? Yeah. Yeah. It does. They they tend to when people talk about seeing angels, it's very much on them lines. It's just a, a, a beautiful a beautiful person, just a beautiful person, quite tall quite gentle. Right. Uh, yeah, we do look like a person. Okay. Yeah. But for people listening uh, right now, Anne, who who would go, I would really want some wisdom from a thousand years in the future. What, what, can, what, what can you tell them? Well, what I would say to them is drop me an email and I'll send you a recording. You can have a look yourself. Okay. I so mean, there's I, nothing you could tell us now? Just Yeah. But I mean, we're not as we are. We are, you know, we're, Elon Musk is ahead of the game. We will be on it planets we will we will be on space stations but what the bit that interests me is in a thousand years some people have opted for a simple life mm. some people have opted to um you know live by a river grow their own food live in a log cabin some people are, at times we thought have we gone back to a past life but some people will opt for very basic life some will live in very high-tech cities very high-tech some will be on another planet or on a space station or a craft. So nice. we would like, and when I first started to look at this, that seems so extreme. But the way the world's gone in just 20 years, I'm more can see how that could happen. 
Yeah, well, I suppose we kind of all could see uh, how that could happen. For when mm. people look forward only a few years, the, yeah. uh, now, is the future set in stone? You know, could, could somebody have a session with you and go, oh, my God, I invested everything in Bitcoin. Now I'm <laughs> begging uh, uh, on, on Oxford Circus uh, for, for uh, ordinary coins from people. Yeah, um, no, it's not set in stone. Thank goodness. Um, no, what, one of the things I do is show people different futures. And that, that I actually take people forward and see where they'll be, say, in five years' time. And we'll see, see how things are. Then I take them to their best future, where they've lived up to their full potential in all areas of their life. And you see this massive shift in them. They go, oh, I can be so much more. I can be so happier. And we find out what they need to do now to create it. I mean, you know, anything can be changed. It's like the world. We can create a better world. We're not, our ancestors sit back thinking, oh, it's down to God or the gods or whatever people believe. And, you know, we must appease the gods if things are not going right. Now we are aware that life is under our control. So we just need to help people find that absolute best future and then find out from their future self how to make it happen. Yeah, so, but, but people can see a future that won't happen, or at least a future they should avoid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, do, and will they come, come from those, like, shorter hops forward? Do they come back with very specific information, like, oh, I got me hair done, or I got, you know, a, a, a stud in my nose, and that kind of thing? Can they see themselves? Oh, yeah, they can do. I mean, I don't think they're that worried about whether they've got stud in their nose. I think they're more, will I be happy? Will I be healthy? Will I have a great career? Will I be have a great partner? That, but they're the key things. Property comes up a lot. It's important to know where you're going to be living. And people see very specific properties. They see very specific. But I've, I've taken um, people forward. They've seen exactly who they're working for. And they've ended up offered a job. You know, Right. So do know, people use your services to basically essentially go house shopping in in, in the future. Yes. Wow. That's a great way to put it. Yes. And so, yes. but then you can predict where there might you know prices might be going up or down, or you know if the neighbours are running a crack den, avoid avoid that house, that kind of thing. Yeah, we we do a lot with property. I mean, uh, what I do is I get people to imagine they're waking up in the new home and how they feel. Have a look around. Uh, it's the biggest investment of your life. And, you know, I've, I've met people who have had terrible experiences, wonderful experiences. You're absolutely right. So I, I take them to find the, where they're living in the future. Are they happy? Is there somewhere better for you? It's actually quite a big session because there's a lot to property. Crikey, it, yeah. It's not just fancy moving, emotions, finances, all sorts of logistics come into it. Yeah, I would imagine so. Been fascinating speaking with you, Anne, and thank you so much for uh, uh, taking the time uh, to do so today. That was Anne Jersh there, and uh, Anne also uh, is is an author herself, uh, not just apart from the big shot authors that she knows. Uh, it's called Future Vision, Your Working Life. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.